Good morning. Baby, don't you wanna... How you doing? <laughs> David Noreen, KLH. Along with Marcus. The Wisconsin State Journal, byline Jason Wildey, headline Sweet Home Chicago. Aaron Rodgers finds motivation and healing in trip to Windy City. Let's welcome that three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, co-host of Wildey and Tausch on ESPN, Jason Wildey. Good morning. How are you doing, Jace? Well, we're not going to Chicago. Uh, and when we do as a family, what I find is, a much higher credit card bill because of the shopping. <laughs> no kidding. That's because it's good shopping. So if you, True. Can, you can actually get out there and do it. Hey, so uh, what can you tell us, Mr. Wildy, about quarterback James Morgan and why was he in for a workout for the Green oh, Bay Packers? I love a good story. Yes. And uh, he's, he's a kid who played at Ashwaubenon High School right down Ridge Road from Lambeau Field. Wow. Uh, he was actually here... Last year with the Jets, he was their number three quarterback until the end of camp, and then they cut him. Okay. <laughs> which, well, which is not quite as heartwarming of a story. No. Uh, and he came in for a workout during the week. Uh, they didn't sign him, but I think it was be, it was one of those, hey, we need to bring some quarterbacks in in case Rodgers is not able to play. We need to get another one on, on okay. the roster. But, All right. but Aaron Rodgers is good to go, so James Morgan – uh, all the Jaguars that are proud of you will have to wait to see you mm-hmm. in a Packers uniform. So uh, some of the most memorable games in Aaron Rodgers' career have happened at Soldier Field, and um, I take it that the fact that they're playing the Bears is actually motivating Aaron this week. Yeah, look, he's you know, uh, he said yesterday that the I own you, I still own you mm-hmm. moment is not even in the top five because he has had some unbelievable moments there. I mean, Personally, um, two of the most memorable games that I have covered in my 27 years uh, were played at Soldier Field. Um, and, and I'm not even counting the NFC Championship game that sent them to the Super Bowl, which I hadn't covered a Super Bowl since 1997 that the Packers were in. And they punched their ticket to Super Bowl 45 in Chicago. But two, uh, the Packers in 2016 – the Packers were up 27 to 10 on the Bears in the second half. I mean, it was a typical Packers Bears blowout. And then the Bears stormed back and tied it at 27. <laughs> and remember, in 16, that was the run the table year. And it wasn't like the Packers were this established juggernaut that you knew was going to go to the NFC Championship game. There was a chance that if they choked that game away after being up 17, their season was over. Kind of like this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and with 30 seconds left, Rodgers throws a 60-yard bomb to Jordy Nelson to put him in field goal position. Makes Crosby kicks the game-winning field goal, and they win. So that was, I mean, that was one of those where you think the game's going one way, then it goes another way. Now it goes back the other way. So that was amazing. But the still the most amazing game I've covered. Um, and uh, we did an event for the Mac Fund years ago with Randall Cobb. Rogers and John Kuhn, and we talked about it on stage. Um, the 2013 regular season finale. Rogers breaks his collarbone uh, earlier in the season against the Bears, um, and he comes back. And that was back when we were doing the radio show together before he was on with McAfee, which uh, I did ask him yesterday. <laughs> 
you ever get tired of those guys telling you how great you are? Because I, I never what, did what did he say? What did he say? Yeah. yeah. He said, I don't need that. And mm-hmm. I said, look, I, it's just, I said, it's hard for me to listen to. And I said, it's not because I'm jealous. It's just really hard for me. To He's like, well, you're a little jealous. <laughs> uh-huh. To which I said, yeah, okay, I'll own that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that was when we were doing the show. And uh, I was, you know, we talked every week, even though he wasn't playing. And then we would talk after we got done doing the show. And I just know how desperately he wanted to get back for that game. And he was not. You know, someday he'll tell the whole story, but like, he probably should not have been medically cleared for that game. I mean, and they're probably lucky that they then lost their playoff game the next week to the 49ers because he was probably putting himself at more risk than he should have been. But Mm -hmm. then, that not only does he throw that touchdown to Cobb on fourth down with like 40 seconds left to win the game, but they like converted three. That was the third fourth down that they converted on that drive like the season's in the balance this guy comes back you know two time or I guess he was only a one time MVP at the time coming back from a devastating injury and to win the way they did uh, that remains the most dramatic game that I covered and it was uh, it was pretty remarkable down there in Chicago all right so we're not so great at slowing down the run game if Fields doesn't play do we have to worry about that or is Fields going to play no, I think Fields is going to play. I think they're preparing for Fields to play, which means they probably need to uh, prepare to be uh, better at stopping a quarterback mm-hmm. who can run than they were against Jalen Hurts. Now, he does have a left shoulder injury. I don't know how that will impact his willingness to run, yeah. right? I mean, that's a pretty big component of what they do offensively. But he's a kid who's really improved. You know, Luke Getzey, the former Packers quarterback's coach, is the offensive coordinator down there. Uh, he's getting a lot of credit for helping uh, Fields take a jump. But, again, this, look, this is a bad football team. I mean, not only are they bad, but they traded away two of their best defensive players, and now they've got another one of their really good defensive players done for the season. They lost their best wide receiver to an injury for the season. I mean, this if if the Packers lose this game, and they're only favored by three, if they lose this game um, – we will be having a very difficult conversation about this team and what its future holds on Monday when we reconvene, because uh, these are the games that you do not lose. I mean, the bears are playing now for uh, draft status and getting as high as they can in the draft. And frankly, if the Packers lose to them, uh, they should start playing for that too. Jason, if I could give you a piece of advice as a fellow broadcaster, if you have a sore throat, I always recommend, and Doreen can testify to this, there's a tea called Throat Coat, which mm-hmm. helps our throats and gets it back to working shape so we can go on the air. Uh, Aaron Rodgers talked about his rehab earlier this week at home involving some tea. So what kind of tea does he drink to help with the rehab of broken ribs? Is there rib coat yeah, right. tea? I don't know if there's rib coat. Yeah, there was no follow-up asked on that because I – Frankly, I did not want to hear the answer because you never know what you're going to get from him on something. Herbs and teas. Right. Uh, Taush once tried to go on the air on our show after being completely hoarse. Like he, uh, we actually have a, a clip of it where he says, "I feel fantastic," <laughs> and and you recommended that throat coat stuff, and it actually got him on the air. Like six days later, he was in such rough shape. Wow. Uh, I I will say this. Um, I, I think Rodgers 
has really, really, really been influenced by that time he spent behind Favre those three years. Like, on a lot of different levels, but among them, you play even when you're hurt. And you heard him talk about this on McAfee. He talked a little bit about it yesterday, too, that there there is immense pride for him of being the tough guy. And I think, frankly, if Brett Favre had had two broken collarbones, the doctors wouldn't let him play either, and that Iron Man streak would have ended a lot sooner. I think Rodgers really thinks that, you know, Brett did it, so can I, mm-hmm. because I, I would be shocked, shocked if his herbs and teas are enough and he doesn't need a uh, pain-killing injection in order to play on Sunday because Justin Herbert, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, Rodgers basically acknowledged without flat-out acknowledging that he has the same injury, which was this rib cartilage damage. Mm-hmm which Justin Herbert was terrible trying to play with that. Like he was in so much pain, and I think that's what Rodgers has, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how effective he can be. And finally, uh, A.J. Dillon and his wife announced that they're expecting yesterday via social media, and then, of course, the Bakhtiaris are expecting. Uh, what do the other players do in a situation like this? Like, Is there a collective thing? Do you all have to chip in? Do the writers do anything? How is it acknowledged in the locker room? Well, I'm going to tell AJ congratulations because Paula coached his wife in gymnastics. Wow. What? what? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I guess we'll get her, uh, get the baby a leotard, I guess. Yeah. Would be appropriate wow. But, uh, How about that? Yeah. So, uh, so I don't, I don't recall ever contributing to any sort okay. of, uh, baby fund, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I might have to change my policy on that in this in this instance. Yeah, I think so. A.J. Dillon, though, of course, the uh, unofficial mayor of Door County. And so what this means is not your wife, but you must be getting older if your wife actually instructed A.J. Dillon's fiancé, right? I mean, that's, that's what's happening, right? Every day we wake up and yeah. the world just keeps moving. How old is um, A.J. Dillon's fiancé? She must be in her, what, early 20s? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes, early 20s, and, and Paula is within earshot, and I can state for the record that she is aging, too, no matter what you've just said. She's 30, <laughs> 39. And going to punch me. 39, 39 forever. forever. There That's it is. Right. 39 forever. Boy, that harsh reality, Jason, that some of these players are old enough to be your kids. No, the harsh reality is when you see that they were born in 2000. Right. Yeah. Yeah, or or we're at the point now where I, I have covered, a, it hasn't happened with the Packers. But I, like Antoine Winfield Jr. for Tampa Bay, I have now covered games the Packers have played against his dad and against him. Well, and as a uh, as a Steelers fan, I was looking at next year's draft and who's expected to go where, and I see About where the Steelers are this year. Yeah, right. And I see the and they need a cornerback, right? So I'm looking to see who the cornerbacks are. One of the highest ranked cornerbacks in the country. Joey Porter Jr. And I was like, wait a minute. That can't be Joey Porter from the Steelers kid. Uh-huh. And it is. Uh-huh. That's who it is. He's uh, ranked way up there. Jason, you're older than the coach, too. So just oh, that's, I am, take that. I am, but not you. as good looking. They're, well, but your eyebrows are natural, which, <laughs> which we can't say about the coach. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
All right, my friend. There's only one brow, actually. It's just, it's just a uni, unibrow right across. All right, well, enjoy your weekend, and we will all be watching the game. We'll talk on Monday. Thank you, Jason. All right, sounds good, everybody. Take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wildey's our Green and Gold Insider. He's the co-host of Wildey and Tausch on ESPN here in Milwaukee and three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year. He's brought to you by QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics. If you have pain in your knees, shoulders, hips, or back, it doesn't say ribs in here, but uh, check out QC Kinetics for long-lasting relief. Right in the office, no surgery. QC Kinetics, 414-285-3474. Jason Wildey, part of the Morning KLH.